Hello and welcome to another episode of Sunshine for a Better World. This is your host, Laura Zaki, recording live from Phoenix, Arizona. It's a beautiful sunny day and today I was I got to thinking as I was driving to work, I was just thinking about something I heard on the radio and it really made me think. And it was, um, so on the radio broadcast, um, he was talking about people that play the victim or they think of themselves as a victim. And that leads to a lot of negative thinking. And the victim always thinks that they're the only one that's going through that. They're all alone. They have nothing in common with anybody else. Um, They're special somehow in their way of Um, having whatever affliction it is that's happened to them. And, you know, a lot of those things are false. Because, and he went on to say that some people really do have things that happen to them. Sometimes they are a victim of something that happened to them that was not something they could have prevented, not something that they could have helped, um, but something bad that happened to them in their life. But I think it's really all about your reaction. How do you react to things that happen in your life? Do you become passive and assume that victim stance, that victim status of I'm helpless, poor me, nobody else has it as bad as I do. Uh, Nobody else can understand me and I'm the only one that's ever gone through whatever situation I'm going through. And he went on to say also that People that don't have victim status, who react to circumstances in a positive way, using it as a learning experience or using it as fuel to become better, to overcome, they're happier. People that go around complaining all the time are not generally very happy people. So if you've ever noticed somebody that has like an anger management problem somebody that has a lot of anger and hatred. And a lot of times this manifests itself in hatred for others because they prefer to blame others. Let's just blame X group of people for whatever's wrong. So, you know, that's what's ruining our country is this type of person, whatever it is, insert, you know, various whatever, racial, ethnic, social, socioeconomic, whatever group it is that you think fits in that category that's ruining your life because they're responsible for your life. You're not responsible for your life. They're responsible somehow. And, you know, that mentality is not a mentality that generally leads to happiness. Taking responsibility for your own actions And it's also about that kind of zero-sum game thinking. Because I remember when I studied politics back in college, we talked about zero-sum game, where this idea that if somebody wins, somebody else loses. And sometimes that's true in certain things, um, in sports and many things, but not everything in life is a zero-sum game. Just because somebody made a whole lot of money doesn't mean somebody else lost money. Maybe that person did something good for humanity. They created something. They came up with a unique service or they provided some kind of a social good. 
often when somebody is a billionaire or a millionaire, it's because they've done something good. I mean, they may be greedy or whatever you want to call them, but they also have invented something or provided some kind of service. Like Amazon, love them or hate them, they provide a service that helps millions of people. People that can't find certain items or find it more convenient to order online, find there's a cost savings. Um, that provides something that's good, a social good. And cell phones and iPhones and those kind of things, they provide a social good. They provide something that people want that helps others. So that kind of mentality that, oh, it's all or nothing. If one person is winning, somebody else is losing. It doesn't always have to be that way. It doesn't always have to be that way. And, you know, that thought of like, if some social group moves into my neighborhood, they're going to take everything away from me. If, if this kind of person moves into my country, they're going to be taking stuff away from me because I was born here and I deserve it. And they don't deserve it. No matter how hard they work, they don't deserve it. So having that kind of a mentality, the blaming, let's call it the blaming victim mentality. And, you know, often victims, they can't find anything in common with anybody else. And a lot of times it's really a need for attention and very low self-esteem often um, where they want to get attention and negative attention is better than no attention. So by claiming that, you know, they're, they have nothing to live for, they're so depressed, they don't have any friends, and they don't work on any of those things. They just feel like somehow they're unique in that they have nothing in common with any other person in the world. Look, you have something in common with almost everybody in the world. and. That's the stance that I take. So instead of that blaming victim mentality, try to find commonalities. You know, and, and a lot of times you don't have to be an especially negative person to fall into the victim mentality. It can be something that may be situational. Maybe you have a disease. You came down with something. You have a mental illness that kind of somehow um, comes up in, in life. You know, you're fine, and then all of a sudden you're diagnosed with depression. And you feel like, gosh, my life is hard. I have cancer, I have depression, I have a heart condition, I have multiple sclerosis, I have, you know, and there's so many things that could affect your life that make you feel like, it, victim mentality makes you feel powerless. It really does. And I notice that sometimes even I have fallen into that category where I have thought of myself as since I'm a single mom, I've thought, well, you know, I don't have quite the buying power when it comes to buying a home that I would if I were in a couple. And so I put myself in that status of Poor me, I'm a single mom, I can't afford it. Instead of looking for ways. So I've kind of had to correct that thinking and 
think of ways, maybe you have to get very creative. I mean, I saw something posted today where it was saying, hey, single moms, think about maybe teaming up with another single mom, buying a home together. If you have kids, they have kids. It might be a great thing. You can afford a lot more. And, you know, of course, there are downsides to that, and it's not always easy. But it just shows that a lot of times we think ourselves into a corner when really it's just more like a circle most of the time. And if we stop thinking ourselves into a corner and saying like, oh, I have debt because I had to go to college and my family didn't have enough money, and so I have all this debt, and I can't pay it, and I don't know what to do. Well, a lot of times you have to just start working on it. You know, making excuses. I've heard a friend make that same excuse. Well, I have so much debt from student loans that I can never possibly pay it because I don't make enough money and I'd never be able to pay it back. So, of course, she never works on it. She never tries. She took the money to go to school, knows she owes the money, has to pay that money, but at the same point, and it's affecting her credit, she has a hard time getting anywhere else to live because of her bad credit from all those student loans. So you borrowed $100,000 with no intention to pay it back, knowing what salary you made, and then you're thinking yourself into a corner that you can't possibly ever pay that money back. Well, people have done it on all kinds of different salaries. And it is possible, but you have to first want to. You have to first take responsibility. So that's the thing with the victim mentality. A lot of times, they don't take responsibility. So for me, if I want to buy a home, I have to take responsibility and say, you know what, I'm not going to blame the fact that I'm single now and when I was married it was easier to buy a home because we were two salaries because I can look at how many single women are super successful like what about Oprah Winfrey she's single I don't think she ever got married and she's super successful nothing held her back I mean, she might be an extreme example, but they're very successful women who are single women. So by putting yourself down and in that category of, well, I can't do it because I'm a single mom, I think, you know, that is something that I need to work on. And I have been working on it. I think it's just sometimes when you feel tired and you feel vulnerable and you feel like you're struggling when you look at every house on the market and you go, gee, there's not a whole lot that I really like in my price range, if only. And you get into that if only thinking. If only I had a partner, I could afford a beautiful house. So what do I do? Well, maybe take on a side gig. You know, maybe find a way. There's all, lots of alternative ways. Um, maybe look in a different market, maybe consider a different neighborhood, consider a fixer-upper. So, so many different options. So don't think yourself into a corner. Think of things more like a circle. And that things can circle around and look at those possibilities because a circle is infinite. And there are infinite possibilities. We just sometimes 
in their very selective thinking, we only see things one way. And we don't see those infinite possibilities. So open up your mind and look for those infinite possibilities. Take responsibility. If you owe money and you know you owe money, it can feel really heavy. It can feel really hard. But small steps taken one at a time can have big impact and can really change your life. So take action. Get off the couch. Get yourself going. Put yourself in gear. Stop thinking like a victim and start thinking like a winner. And this has been a beautiful day.